0: I'm <laughs> gonna...
1: Welcome back to the Optional Boss Podcast. I'm your host Josh, along with Tyler.
0: I am always along for this journey we have discussing random stuff.
1: Are we even discussing at this point or just like rambling about it?
0: It's it's Both? a vain attempt at trying to formulate thoughts.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: English, I think that's good. the best way. I think that's the best way to put it. Um we just want to ramble on about. Random stuff, people want to hear it for whatever reason, which I thank them for. So, oh, that's what we do.
1: Yes, and if you are here today, uh, whether it's your first episode or your, what is this, episode 12?
0: This is episode 12, yeah. If, yeah. It's, if it's someone's 12th episode, whether they're listening to it in order or they've gone back from our new stuff, that's neat. All the same by me.
1: Yes, thank you for being here, thank you for listening to us, and uh, thanks for giving us a chance. And let's start off with our uh, standard intro ramblings. Uh, Tyler, what have you been up to?
0: I have been playing video games, unsurprisingly, at this point, but trying to actually put a bit more time towards it. I'm still continuing my journey along through the mana catalog, which is a great time, but that is... Taken a huge swerve, thanks to my most anticipated game of the year, theater rhythm final bar line. That is Final Fantasy, but apparently not, according to itself, which is really <laughs> bizarre. I figured it was on that box, and apparently it's not. But that has been an incredible time. It's everything I would have wanted out of it, and more. I just, it is so incredibly addictive. But aside from that, in a complete one eighty, I also recently acquired, which I've had my eye on for a while, but uh, finally saw it at a price that I thought was appropriate, the Capcom Fighters Collection.
1: Oh, nice! And
0: yeah, I've you know fighting games have always kind of been a bit of an enigma. When I play them, I try not to be too button mashy, but I I'm not about to say I'm great at them but they are a lot of fun and the fact that this one is like really solid just arcade ports it's basically the Darkstalkers collection featuring a handful of others but either way I popped that in recently for a little bit just to try it out and Capcom is knocking it out of the park with these collections these days they've just been getting better and better and for once this one was in one collection It wasn't broke up into random pieces for no reason. Or extra DLC or something. No, and if I'm not mistaken, they went like the extra mile for like good netcode and stuff. I haven't dove into it really deeply, but either way, for a relatively budget game, let alone a collection, if people are into fighting games or just want to try a bunch of old ones, it's a worthwhile thing to check out. But how about yourself? What have. What have you been playing these days?
1: Well, out of your recommendation, I've been playing a lot of uh, theater rhythm myself. And uh, yeah, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. The music is just... The Final Fantasy mu- uh, music is some of the best music in video games, I, I personally think. like There's such an array of different uh, types in it, if you will. And aside from that, I've been still tinkering with Ark. I finished up the Final Fantasy VII remake and the uh integrate DLC. And yeah, that's that's pretty much where I've been sitting.
0: That's, that's a good amount of gaming. I can safely see theater rhythm being quite the experience because if I'm not mistaken, this is your first time with uh these games, right? Because there are previous ones. that They were on the 3DS and I don't think I'm not gonna say they did poorly, but they are clearly aren't the most well known. I know that a lot of people are just learning about these games now.
1: Yeah so this this is my first one this this is my first uh experience with the theater rhythm series and i've always been a rhythm fan rhythm game fan so i mean i'm i'm all for it i'm enjoying it uh i've tried a couple of songs on ultimate and supreme and my face melts but aside from that hopefully soon so my intention with theater rhythm was i was just gonna have it like as a side game to pop in the odd time and no that that hasn't been the case i've i've been binging in the past couple days
0: it's Uh, it's really uh it's really good at like hooking you in with that whole just okay one more song one more song kind of thing and it's they feel like just short enough little play sessions and then you realize you've been at it for a good couple hours
1: oh yeah especially when you're playing one one winged angel songs like seven minutes long granted it's cut in the in into three different sections for three different occasions there, there's bar.
0: actually yeah one thing that's disappointed me and i don't know if this is always the case or if it's only just how it's going to be on the lower difficulties i'm hoping it changes on the higher difficulties but i was playing the final boss track from final fantasy 6 dancing mad which is one of the coolest pieces of music i've ever heard and the like fight level Because you do, like, combat for the song, If for those who don't know about this game, do check it out, it's really cool. But, like, the level that I did for that song was shorter than the song. Hmm. And it was really disappointing. But, not disappointing enough for me to really say anything (laughs) negative about this game. It's way too much fun.
1: One thing I have noticed that I've, I've dove in, so, I know in the, like, rock band days and all that kind of stuff, Guitar Hero... The tunnel vision was immense. And I find I get a little bit of that with this too, but I did go snooping through the settings a bit, and they do have accessibility, so I actually have the backgrounds dimmed a bit, so it's not as jarring okay. for my eyes, and it's much more visibly uh, easier to see.
0: It It's kind of funny that you mentioned that, because uh, this game has brought back a side effect that I have not experienced since my days of playing a lot of Guitar Hero. Because the best way to describe this game is just, basically Guitar Hero with Final Fantasy and also no guitars. Just yeah. Button controls which is, if you ever actually looked at your hands while you're playing this game it is the weirdest thing to just see them <laughs> flying all over the place. But it's uh, there was a point that I was trying to make about this game and it has just completely escaped me.
1: You, you get the claw hands?
0: Oh well yes, yes I do. But no, what I was going to say about the Guitar Hero thing is I remember after long sessions of playing Guitar Hero, if you looked at the wall, it looked like it was melting.
1: Yeah, that's tunnel vision.
0: Yeah, but now it's the other way. (laughs) Now it's going sideways. (laughs) It's so weird to experience. So it's an oddly nostalgic um, negative mental trigger that I probably shouldn't be putting my brain through too much of.
1: Now, I got to... Ask a quick thing here, just just for laughs, honestly, and because we have mentioned that we are Canadian, it is legal up here. Were you high?
0: So I heard we have a question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yes, we do. From Gamer GX, who uh, who asks, do either of us remember the first game we truly hated?
0: Yes, is my answer to both questions asked. <laughs> Well,
1: what was the game?
0: Okay, so this is this is actually kind of tricky. Like, just just generally hate, because if that was how we were going about it, then I could probably say one of the games that we were about to be discussing today. But if we're talking about, like, hate and stuck with, it would be, uh, oh, what was it called? It was, I think, Roadrunner's Death Valley Rally for the Super Nintendo.
1: You're bringing this one up again, eh? <laughs> yes,
0: just because it's... You know, one of those curses of, like, having only so many games is in your childhood. And you, you want to play it because that's all you got, but it's just really bad. So that's the one I'm going to go with.
1: So Roadrunners Death Valley, or what, what was it called?
0: Road I, I Runners... have it on
1: my shelf and I don't even
0: know the name of it. Come on. Yeah, Death Valley Rally, I think. And so it's just a platformer, pretty standard. And it's just really bad.
1: I'm I'm gonna have to go check it out. Mm, the I think The level design's a
0: mess. Yeah, the level design's a mess. The bosses are incredibly obtuse in how to figure out how to defeat them. And you think to yourself, like, this is just—it's a Looney Tunes game. It shouldn't be that hard. No, it's very specifically meant for like a child's demographic. And I was a kid at the time, but even as an adult, I'm sure I could feel the rage building. So. Thanks for that. Dip into some trauma. Uh, how about yourself?
1: For myself, I'm having a hard time thinking of the first game I hated. Because I've always been about just understanding that it might not be for me. And we also had, like, limited supply of games that we could actually play growing up. So this is, this is a little difficult as to what I was... Like, I, I can think of a recent thing, but as for
0: first... Hmm... Dig deep into your subconscious. Yeah, I'm Mind trying to, I'm trying to pull that you. trauma out now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Nothing like, nothing on the old PC days that like, just escaped your grasp, but you wanted to figure it out so bad, but it just frustrated you because you couldn't quite figure it out.
1: I mean, maybe a little bit. Uh, no, I can't say that. I was going to say StarCraft because I couldn't stand the flying things and just thought it was absolutely ridiculous. But I was always just playing with friends, playing the actual main campaign. I, it was fun, but yeah, you know what? This is going to be a bit of a cop-out because I, I honestly can't think of one that I hated. Actually, you know what? There is one. and I think it was for DOS. And I believe it was called Freaking Funky Fuzzballs.
0: Okay, and this it sounds w- like it could be a DOS game.
1: It was a very like love hate thing, but it had one of those wheels for the encryption to get through. Yeah, that that was just that was one of those things they did back in the day, right? And when you finally got it and figured it out, it's just very clunky, and you just it's you go around clearing tiles. If I if I recall right, that this is this is repressed memories now, but yeah, I just. It was just find the key. It was, it was Solomon's key. Just bad.
0: I think you should, uh, you should dig up this game somehow and remind yourself of how bad it was. I should. You, you need fresher memories for a fondness of that, that lack of fondness.
1: It, you know what? We've talked about doing a DOS episode, so maybe we should pull that up soon.
0: Oh, oh I can't wait to do a DOS episode. I want to <laughs> talk about Jazz Jackrabbit so badly.
1: Yes, and yeah. I'll have to go look up uh, freaking Funky Fuzzballs. On, but I'm pretty sure it was DOS.
0: If, if it's not on DOS, you'll be able to find it somewhere in the realm of like the Windows 95 kind of stuff, I'm sure.
1: Well, it was either DOS or Commodore 64. I don't remember.
0: Oh, dear. Yeah. But we're, we're going are back. Either way... Back. That that was a pretty pretty solid question, which thank you very much for that. And uh, anyone else, if you have any kind of uh, thoughts on stuff you want to know from our side of it, feel free to send us a question. What do we got? Uh, optional Boss PC on Twitter and Instagram?
1: Yep. And yeah, go if, there. if you want to make any comments for us to read based on this episode or past episodes, by all means, we, we can always read them off because uh, we don't really have any threads. Maybe that's something that we should look into doing. Is just posting on Twitter the topic that we're going to be recording a week ahead or something?
0: You can always we find crave this... attention.:
1: <laughs> But uh, as for today's episode, we, we want to get into it. We're 15 minutes in.
0: Well, we've already been discussing something relatively divisive to us, and I could say that a lot of these titles are probably games that people might also have pretty negative or frustrated feelings towards. At least nowadays, because we're going back to, oh, these these are so old, we can't even be nostalgic about them.
1: Not all of them, no. And so today's topic, uh, I mean, if you didn't read the title of this episode, it's the NES Black Box games. And not only are we going to touch on the Black Box games, because we planned on doing a retrospective of all the launch titles, but it's kind of pointless to make a NES launch title episode while talking about the Black Box series of games.
0: Basically that and more. This is so the deluxe version of that.
1: Pretty much. The, the, so we're kind of yeah. merging them into one, which I think the NES is the only one that we can actually do this with, so... um, How about we get started off? Like, the the NES, when it came to North America, anyways, it was it was pretty... It, I mean, there was Atari before, and a lot of really bad games came out for Atari, to the point where we had the infamous video game Crash, where... It was understood that games were just a fad, and it was just going away, it's overdone. And then along comes Nintendo, makes the, the Famicon in, in the state, in the Japan, not states, and then they come out with a Western version, the Nintendo Entertainment System, which looks like a BCR, and came with a robot for, for its marketing. Rob the robot.
0: This was, this was the thing. It was a sneaky tactic, right? This wasn't a video game. No, no. Video games have a really bad reputation. This is a toy and an entertainment system. And everyone wants a system in their house. That just sounds cool.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it, it was a good tactic. They, they nailed it on the head.
0: Well, and I think something to kind of... Like, it all fits very thematically with these black box games. If you look at them, they all look like they belong with one, en- one another, and they all have those very simplistic, almost like screenshots on the box, and I think the marketing was very much, it felt more like toy compatibility than it did, you know, like the grand adventures of things that you have, like these big artistic depictions. You could look at something like Clue Clue Land, which what even is a Clue Clue, and put it beside Gulf, and they still feel like they're this family that all go together with this Nintendo Entertainment System. Also, Rob. Yes,
1: Rob the and Robot. And a gun. Now, did you ever have a Rob?
0: Oh, God, no. I So I didn't actually grow up with an NES, but my grandma had one. That would have been my most, like... I'd been to several people's houses who had them, but like that would have probably been where most of my experience. And she definitely had the Zapper, but not a Rob. No, I didn't see one of those for the first time until like, oh, probably my early 20s, like going to like flea markets and stuff like well beyond the point that Rob had just become an expensive collector's item.
1: Yeah, because it, they didn't sell them very long after the launch. Like it was it was deployed to get it out there. Because it has this nice robot with a system, and people didn't really know what it was, and then turns it to be video games. It was, it was, well, that's the entire point behind it.
0: Really? It, it was the strategy, but I could also imagine, too, that producing Rob back then, even though it's not the most complex thing, it was probably still pretty expensive to make.
1: For back in the day, yeah.
0: There's there's quite a few moving parts in that thing, and I mean, it seems impressive enough. I'm sure if I saw one in action today, I would still think, wow, that's, that's pretty neat.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: But yeah, at the end of the day, it was just an interesting way to uh, bring gaming back into a more comfortable, relevant state, and there's still very much, a lot with these games, the vibe of, like, bring the arcade home.
1: Oh, very much so. Like... A lot of these games go off that whole principle of high scores and lives, right? Just no tokens that you need.
0: For the most part. Yeah, And they're all very straightforward, which I think is a lot of the charm of the whole Black Box line, right? It's hard to look at these games and, without even playing them, know what they're trying to tell you. Yeah. Barring a few... Like, if you don't know what a Donkey Kong is, and I know... Everyone knows what a Donkey Kong is now, but if you don't, what is it? There's, there's a monkey and a man chiming up to defeat the monkey. Yep. You Which, somehow can look at that and make sense of what's going on on that box. Yes. And
1: if, if you look long enough, you'll be like, okay, so this is what it is.
0: What is a duck hunt? There's a duck on the box. I guess I hunt ducks.
1: Yep, um, with a small explosion.
0: But there are a couple of other... Let's start breaking some of these. How how should we go about them? Should we first, like, cover, like, the initial wave and then tackle the rest?
1: Yeah, so... I don't have the number on me. Uh, How many black box games is there?
0: 30.
1: 30? Okay.
0: There are 30 black box titles.
1: 17 of them were launch titles. So how about we go through the actual launch titles because we are kind of merging two episodes in one, just so we aren't uh, repeating ourselves here. So... I'll leave us up on the first 17, and then we'll go from there. We'll we'll talk about the rest after. And then we'll yeah. sneak uh, two to little other colored boxes that follow the same uniform, if you will. So the first it's, one is Ten Yard Fight. This is a football game, which I personally haven't actually experienced.
0: No, there's just going to be a few of these that I feel like neither of us have ever really played. And Ten Yard Fight... From what I've seen of it, it, it's going to be a lot with these sports games where the sports games are incredibly cut and dry, right? It's, it's kind of hard not to be. It's, it's football.
1: It's like the it's first effect. generation of bringing back games, right? So
0: Yeah, but when I look at gameplay of this game, it makes me think of those like little vibrating tables that look like football fields that you just kind of put the figures on and they spin around and you hope that something happens.
1: The like very, the
0: foosball table? Okay. I I don't know when this thing that I'm thinking of even came into existence. Really, the only thing that I can reference that you might be able to think of like where you've seen one of those is the episode of Simpsons where like Homer is coaching the football team, and he's just oh, looking at this thing yes. like he's trying to decide to play. Yeah, it's just like a little vibrating box with football <laughs> playing figurines on it. That's what this game looks like.
1: That comparison is amazing. I love it.
0: And I feel like with a lot of these kind of sports games, uh, okay, I, I'm going to kind of skip ahead, but it'll make sense if it's part of it. Is soccer in that launch lineup? Right. Is it? Yes. Okay. So soccer, first of all, not unlike 10-yard fight, very self-explanatory, right? You're going you're gonna to get soccer. And I booted it up as well as a few of these games that I had access to via the SNES online, which we'll we'll go over what is easily accessible these days. But I didn't understand how to control anyone. Yes. I don't know. I I scored a goal, and I don't know how I did it in that game. And I feel like football would probably be a very similar experience, where unless you know what you're doing, you're probably not going to have a good time. It's kind of hard to just boot up and have a good time.
1: Now, granted, a lot of these games were in the era where you needed the instruction manual to actually understand what you're doing.
0: This is true, but I feel like even if I understood it, I wouldn't be having a good time.
1: No, but possibly (laughs) back in the day you would.
0: Yeah. It could be my bias against sports. Yeah, that's always a possibility. I mean, I I have a bit of that too. But... Yeah, there may be some surprises to you, but okay, so we've we've mentioned ten yard fight and soccer. What else do we have from this uh so lineup?
1: yeah we we've mentioned football and the actual football.
0: Yes, we have.
1: <laughs> Take that as and compare them.
0: Someone's gonna be upset about that. Yep. Yeah. I'm not comparing the sports, I'm comparing my confusion on how to play the sports.
1: So next one up is baseball. Just plain old baseball. It's baseball.
0: Yes. They were
1: really creative with the names.
0: I think that was a really smart part of the marketing, though. Yep. It, it, and we saw this as the Super Nintendo came out, that like people didn't really understand what these things were, so being complicated was a negative. The people didn't even want to buy Super Nintendos because they were like, I have a Nintendos. So right. I think that, yeah, the strategy of making these names super basic at first is brilliant. Baseball, as much as I don't care at all, Kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it has its charm, and
1: for its time, it was, it was pretty good. Like, 10-yard ten, I... fight, I can't speak for it because I haven't played it. baseball. I have, and I've made uh, the odd home run and whatnot, and got a couple ins, and I've also got a lot of outs. But, I mean, it's, it's a plain Jane baseball. There's better games nowadays, of course, but for the time, it was, it was pretty spot on. It, it was a good time.
0: The fact that I could boot it up today in 2023 thinking it's baseball and actually be sitting there for more than the few minutes I thought I would just to look at it. Yeah, it's actually kinda good. Yeah. So I think, yeah, if you if you want like a very bare bones, but to its benefit, it's still cool. Definitely, it, definitely look into baseball. Yeah. Uh but again, it's just baseball
1: and it's on ness online right correct yes yeah and so is this next one which is clue clue land now again what the hell is a clue clue i got no idea however is a clue i i i'm undecided on this because i like the idea behind it it is it controls very strange because you're essentially sticking an arm out based on the direction that you want to go and there's like lots of little dots uh, around the map, and you have to try and uncover these rubies rupees, around to make a design of some kind of thing. So
0: I always that's... pictured them more as gates. They look like rupees, though. I'll give you that.
1: They do look like rubies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's the movement's kind of weird. You got a couple enemies on screen that come from these little warp things that you have to avoid running into. Uh, you can shoot a little laser beam and knock one out and then push it against the wall and squish it kind of like a a pellet in pac-man if you will but uh i like the idea it is very arcadey though mind you a lot of these are to be fair a lot
0: of these are very arcadey yeah but i so so you've you've played this obviously you know the whole like weird control screen of holding your arm out and i think the best way i can describe this for people we've all done it if you're walking by some kind of like one of those like cement barrier pillar kind of things, and you just the walk, you just post. kind of loop a hand around, yeah, and you just kind of swirl around it. That's basically this whole game.
1: Yes. And, and you just try to uncover like in between each, each set of dots is a chance to uncover one of these rupees, which is like, it works. It's not like a collectible or anything. It just makes an outline and you got to uncover the entire outline to create some kind of animal picture. That yeah. uh, that level is 4. So it's kind of like puzzly, avoid the enemies. Yeah,
0: it's like Pac-Man mixed with Pictionary. Kind of. What a what a weird way to put that. <laughs> uh, weird, but I I get cool. it. It's cool. It's it's cool conceptually. Yes. I don't like playing it.
1: The execution is rough, and the more levels you go up, it gets like the second level is friggin' super fast. So you, I. Maybe I'm just getting old, but uh, it's it gets hard to control.
0: I think it's the kind of game that if you did like it, you would really like it. Yes, but otherwise, it's hard to get into.
1: Yes, very much so. Uh, next so. up is Duck Hunt. Now, this is I'm. These are all launch titles, and there's a couple of Zapper ones, but uh, Duck Hunt. One of the first Zapper games, a little gray or orange gun, depending on when you actually picked up a NES, or if you did at all. And this pretty basic concept. You go and uh, there's X amount of ducks that pop up in the grass and you got to try and shoot them all. And using the the Zapper, the gun that was plugged into your NES. And yeah, you shoot them down, a little dog picks them up by the neck and says, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I guess he doesn't say that, but you know. And, yeah, Duck Hunt's just great. And then there's also the pigeon clay shooting as well. I like
0: the, I like the pigeon clay shooting. I thought that felt ah, more, it's weird for me to be uh, like pro this, but like more sporty almost. It felt more like a game of skill as opposed the, to shooting the ducks, which is still a game of skill, but I just felt like I was just hitting that trigger until the duck fell.
1: Well, you had only and, so many shots per, per duck,
0: right? Yeah, but I felt like with the clay pigeons, it felt like more of like almost like sniping as opposed to the duck. Shoot the duck. Shoot the duck. Get it. Get it dead.
1: Yes. I I would say like duck hunt side of it was very uh, child friendly. It was more
0: frantic. You know,
1: It's, it's very cartoony where the clay pigeons was like more serious take on it.
0: Yeah, there was another game. That I remember playing a lot of alongside Duck Hunt, and this isn't a black box game, and it was oh some kind of like Olympic sporting game where it had like triathlons and it had a clay pigeon thing as well. And I would always get that confused with Duck Hunt, even though that wasn't a zapper game.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah, we I, I made a deal with myself. It might have been, I'm not sure. Because, like, if obviously, we, I think the stadium events is the one that's, like, super rare, but it's actually not because they made a bunch of them, but just not under the stadium events. But I think it might have been that game, yes. Yeah. And, yeah, I always remember playing, like, Duck Hunt with the clay pigeons and thinking to myself, where is the part with the arm wrestling? <laughs> so that's, Wrong game. That's my random thoughts, but Duck Hunt is really cool. In the sense that like I would imagine in the time, even when I was a kid and like the Super Nintendo was relevant, and whatnot, like the whole light gun experience at home was super wacky. novel, sure, but still fun.
1: Yeah, it, it was it was great for the time. Like I So I played more Duck Hunt than I think another game on this list, which might surprise people. But I, I, I really like Duck Hunt.
0: I think Duck Hunt's a great time. And also, funny enough, I was hanging out with a buddy of mine last night, and we were just talking about Retro Games. Shocker. And he had mentioned to me that he had just found out about, like, the Player 2 controlling the duck thing, and it was, like, mind-blowing, and all I could think is, hey, yeah, no one discovered it for years. Yeah, old news. <laughs> but, yeah. Really behind don't the know, times. Player, player 2. It's the duck. I, uh, I don't
1: think I knew that as a kid, but I... I learned oh, that no. probably a couple years ago that it's like did oh, not shit.
0: but i feel like that was like the first like did you know eh. yes <laughs> hire um, us
1: next up <laughs> next up is a sight bike and this i've i never owned i mean, a lot of these i didn't own granted but uh, my neighbors did at the time and they liked it i've never understood how not to crash now, this, I, this is on NES Online as well for the Switch. Yep. And I, I took a couple runs runs at it before I uh, hopped on here today. And, I mean, it's, it's fine enough. I think it would be better if you're playing with someone. I'm assuming that the two-player is with someone.
0: I believe it is.
1: So but Which is the,
0: another thing we haven't really mentioned so far, that a lot of these, in some way, shape, or form, are relatively two player friendly. I mean a lot of them have been like sports titles and stuff, but the only one that I can think that doesn't have some kind of two player functionality so far might be Clue Clue Land. It does. Does it? Yep. What can you two player in that?
1: You just both go around. <laughs> Actually, even in the in the one player mode when you die and you respawn, like the enemies are still moving around and stuff. It just respawns you or it just puts you in a place on the map and then it has like the symbol of a 1, the number 1. That's why it's the
0: ball that says one. I was so confused by that. (laughs) Well, that just furthers my point that, like, again, with the strategy that it was like a toy and all that, they really had a lot of, if they could, multiplayer experiences for these things.
1: Yes, I mean, even Duck Hunt has the second person controlling the bird, even though that no one knew. Yeah, Uh, it was was a possibility. But yes, a sight bike. I never actually fully understood this game, but I know it is quite beloved amongst a lot of people i mean it's it's very, neat
0: it's very charming i actually really like excite bike and i know i played a lot of it as a child it's something that you know i also booted up just before we uh, started this tonight and i feel like it's the kind of game that if you got good at it you would love it so much and then you would actually probably start being able to utilize more of the whole The fact that this game, as a launch title for the NES, had a track editor. Yes. That's That's, that's pretty impressive. That's really impressive. That is basically handing you dev tools before this would have ever been a concept.
1: Now, correct me if I'm wrong. You couldn't save your track. So once it was made, you played it, and then it got erased.
0: I think... Or could
1: you only have one at a time?
0: uh, I think it would give you a code. Okay. Yeah, I think it would give you one of those, like, Metroid-esque 30-character codes, and you... Is that a
1: zero or an an O?
0: (laughs) One of those, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, you can just, like, jumble up a bunch of stuff in the passwords and just get wacky, randomly generated tracks out of it.
1: That'd be cool.
0: So, if that's true, I don't know. I might have to confirm this, but again, just... I do believe that there was some way to keep your tracks, but not obviously saving. But yeah. I think, I think Excitebike, it, it, it deserves to be remembered, but it's not incredible, but it's not bad.
1: Now, something I wish I kind of looked up, do any of these games, at least the first 17, have the ability to save?
0: I don't think so.
1: So this was before save files were even a thing.
0: I think this was the, you take a picture of the high score with uh, the, old, the old family camera and go get it developed. Yeah. That's how, that's how you saved your progress. You <laughs> saved it in a photo memory book.
1: That's fair. Yeah. That, that, that would still be cool to do if, yeah. To, to be honest, it's, it's, there's certain little things that were, ideally they were nuances, but they still have like some
0: kind of nostalgic charm to it. You know, it makes me sad that I never figured out that I could do as a child, and there's probably something that I would have loved if I had done is and I feel like I had the idea to do this, I just didn't actually know like how all these cables and worked and stuff, but to hook up like a VCR while you have the Super Nintendo going and just basically make your own Let's Play on VHS. Yeah. That would have been really neat to have it. It,
1: it wouldn't have lost. been hard either.
0: No. No, thinking about it now, it's quite easy to accomplish. <laughs> but that's... Back, what back we to a sight bike. bike. So uh, yeah.
1: a sight bike is essentially you're driving a motorcycle up and down hills, and it's it's essentially a uh, time trial race. And then you can go up hills, and if you land funny on the hill or jumping off the hill or something, then you can uh, crash, and then you go off to the side, and you waste a bunch of time. There's some levels it's, where it reduces from four lanes down to two, down to one, why not. And then there's little, uh, like, mud pits as well that can slow you down. So it's really get the best time.
0: It's such an interesting take on racing games, especially because uh, there is a one on the black box list. I don't know if it was a launch title that would be Mock Rider.
1: It is not. But we'll get there.
0: Okay, But... I'm just going to bring up that formula for a bit where a lot of racing games, like in arcades and all that, they were like the behind the car, and it was just you were going along almost what seemed just like repeating ground. And those were racing games, as where this was like a 2D side scrolling racing game. Yeah. It's this also is- got an interesting amount of strategy because you have to, like, you can't just keep down on the throttle because of your temperature gauge, right? Yeah. So it's there's a lot of nuance to excite bike.
1: Well, in, when you take off on a jump and stuff, you got you can tilt uh, forwards and backwards, or in the sense of perspective, it's side to side. But uh, yeah. if you land certain ways after going off a hill or jump, then you'll end up crashing and wasting all those time, all that time, right? So. Well, and like
0: how you land will dictate your speed when you keep going, and also how you take off will dictate how far you go. There's a surprising amount that goes into just playing Excitebike. Did I know that as a kid? No! Motorcycles were neat.
1: They went vroom vroom and it made me happy. Some were really loud and made me scared.
0: I like the sounds and I like the music in this
1: game. Yes. Uh, That is also on NES Online. I don't know if I mentioned that already because we went all. Little sidetrack there. But that's that's yep. okay. That's what we do best. Uh okay. next up is golf. What golf. can we really say about that? Yeah, I I mean it's it's fine.
0: If you have played any other golf game, do you it know was probably what this better. is? Yeah. I So I was actually when I was looking on the NES Online, you know, because I wanted to see they don't have that many black box games. We'll go over all the ones that are at the very end for certain. But golf is not on there, because no. NES Open Tournament's on there, which is just a much better golf game. And but it has Mario. This is, yeah, it has, it's a very Mario-looking guy on the golf cover, but it is very much just generic golf stereotype guy. I don't know what that would be, and yet it is that.
1: In red shirt and red hat.
0: Just... If, you, if you're going to play any golf game, don't let it be this one. There are so many other things available to you. I, th- I almost think we could just jump ahead past that. <laughs> yep, I, I, I think
1: so. The next up is Gyromite. So this is a Rob Robot game uh, where you can play alongside your little robot buddy or robotics operating buddy, Rob.
0: I and have no experience
1: no. with
0: this or Again, the other one.
1: Neither of us had a Rob right? So we, we couldn't really do much with this, but essentially... But I, it's,
0: it's You, you can hit play a this without Rob, right?
1: Yes, because yeah. all, all Rob did was hit A or B on a, another controller. So Rob had like these attachments that you could put to his hands and he would just tap A or B on the controller for player two. So you can do that as... I, I could hand Tyler the second controller
0: and then he could be my Rob. I can't? really remember gyromite specifically but it isn't it something like you're trying to get the scientist up to doors and you have to like control the doors or the ladders or the elevators or something with rob that's what it is and like yeah you're the scientist trying to get through the gates
1: yeah so you you run around as a scientist and there's black or not black uh blue and red little like pipe type things all around, kind of block and pass. And then you, as a scientist, you could hit a button and it would flash the screen quickly. And then that would tell the Rob, because it worked very similar to light guns, to press a certain button. And hitting that button would lower and raise the different elevators.
0: See, that sounds really cool as a toy. Yes. Because that is what it was. As a video game, that sounds... Really underwhelming. Yes. As an experience with my robot buddy.
1: At its time, it would have been really cool because we haven't seen that kind of interactivity before. Same same with the other Rob Rob the Robot game coming up.
0: Well, and this this is what I'm trying to say, though. Like, doing the stuff with Rob, even now, would be still really cool. If you had to entirely remove Rob and have the same game, even if it was like a strictly two-player game... You know, the whole teamwork side of thing is kind of cool, but the whole thing itself doesn't sound like a very good game.
1: Well, you could play it by yourself, just have the second controller by your big toe or something.
0: I actually think that would be the fastest and most efficient way, unless, of course, your player 2 is, like, on the ball with that stuff.
1: Which, being a player 2 just to open and close doors and stuff, it would be pretty boring.
0: It would be easy to get very... Distraction pick up my phone, especially phones. too. If player one is constantly flashing different colors, at you. <laughs> so that's that's gyromite. I don't think you know, outside of the novelty of the rob, I don't think it's really worth anyone's attention these no. days to play. So, uh,
1: next up is Hogan's Alley, which is a, another light zapper game, it is kind of a draw first kind of game. Yeah, I gotta I've, shoot first.
0: I've never played Hogan's Alley. But I think it's kind of cool because it's like almost like a shooting a uh, gallery at a carnival, right? Like I'm pretty sure that's exactly what they were going for with this.
1: Yeah, so it's it's like, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's like three things pop up, and then you have to quickly choose which one's the bad guy, and then it's like yeah, usually it, two civilians.
0: It's like it's like the cardboard. We've all seen the scenes in movies like you know Men in Black when you're shooting the aliens. It's like those cardboard cutouts that are on the slides. I think. Is it Hogan's Alley or is it? Cause there was four uh, light gun black box games. I'm pretty sure. Yes. I'm not sure if it was Hogan's Alley or Wild Gunman, but I think Hogan's Alley was like one or like two or three different like light gun mini games. And if this is the one with the can balancing, that already makes this game super cool. I'm not sure about that actually. But Not too sure. I I think this this falls along the lines of Duck Hunt, where this is just straight up cool. It's just a different flavor of it.
1: Yes, I I think personally I would prefer Duck Hunt. I haven't played Hogan's Alley though.
0: I don't know. I I think it, the whole cops and robbers thing was definitely very very popular as a childhood thing. So I could see this game having a lot of appeal from that like get the bad guys kind of mentality as true a kid, right. But I can also see, like, Duck Hunt's just fun. Yeah. And I don't know if in Hogan's Alley you can get shot back at, but if you could get shot back at, that's, oh, well, yeah.
1: That, that would but put I, a different I spin would, on it.
0: This, this is something that I would put, you know, on par with Duck Hunt, and it would come down to preference. But I think that, like, if people have a way of actually checking out these light games, they're pretty much all worth your time and curiosity just for what they are.
1: Yeah. Uh, next up, and this is on the NES Online as well, is Ice Climber. Now, we've talked briefly in past episodes on Ice Climber, and you don't I like op- it.
0: I have opinions on Ice Climber.
1: I really like the idea of Ice Climber, and I, I, I've always enjoyed it. Now, I played it before we hopped on today because I, I wanted a quick refresher of all the games I could. And as there, because they're on nes online it makes it even better um the jumping mechanics suck (laughs) sorry not not even even the jumping mechanic it's the whole hitbox like the fact that you can go straight through the floor so i mean clearly i had a love for this game at some point but now that love was just tarnished
0: i think my brief playing of ice climbers before we started today is the most I've ever understood ice climbers. There's not a lot to get. Get to the top of the mountain. But Save your eggplant. I, that I, I picked up on the whole, because it's, it's one of the many high score games, they're all pretty much in that vein for the most part. Yep. And I learned that you get a higher score if instead of just going up as fast as you can, like you chip away as many ice blocks as you can. I went a surprisingly long time without realizing I could hit things with my hammer. <laughs> it, it was actually quite amusing to me when I bonked that little Yeti guy on the head, and I was like, oh, so this is about more than jumping, kind yes. of. But the jumping feels so bad.
1: The, the it's, jumping itself is fine. It's the fact that you can fall through the floors because the hitboxes are terrible on them.
0: No, no, I don't like the jumping. I don't like how you need a good run for a bit. And I get it. It's it, the challenge is in the jumping, but if you're jumping straight up, you can only move like a centimeter to the right. And yeah, it's like the whole thing with the hitbox where like if you're trying to get through, like, let's say you clear two panels to get up to the next floor. It's so hard to get through those two panels and land up top. And yet it's so easy to fall through them.
1: Yes. If, I, I, like I think floor. the jumping would be a lot better if you could actually land on blocks that you're supposed to.
0: Yes. I can see why people like it. I am never going to be one of them.
1: No, I, my taste is actually soured on it.
0: It doesn't uh, feel good.
1: No. No. But uh, moving on, we got Kung Fu. I have not played this.
0: This is a very simple game.
1: Repetitive from my understanding. You, you I mean, walk along...
0: My- in whatever, I don't even think you can jump in Kung Fu. And it's just either punch or duck and punch, if I'm not mistaken. And I want to really trash this game because of that. But at the same time, I know that there have been games that I've played that have been very similar that I've somehow managed to get a lot more joy out of. And the one that comes to mind for me, and this is a very strange cut, But we're talking about DOS again. And I think it was called Kung Fu Rabbit. Okay. And it was basically the exact same thing. It was the whole like enemies rush you really fast and all you can really do is punch at them. And I think it only takes like one punch. Maybe there's the odd different colored one that takes two punches or something. It's very simple. And I played a lot of that. So every time I look at Kung Fu, I think this looks like a stupid game. It's probably one that's a lot of fun if you actually start playing it just cuz it's so simple. But just from
1: what I've seen, it it's pretty beloved for what it is. And so, it's not much. It's it's not much.
0: So, I I'm kind of bummed out that this wasn't on the NS or NES online.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd like to give it a try. Like I'm I'm not a fighting game person so i don't know how much fun i'd actually have with it but i'd like to actually get the experience under me to say i don't I, I've think you it. could
0: call this a fighting
1: game no but i i it's it's kung fu what do you want from me <laughs> that's,
0: that's fair i mean if sifu can go up for the best fighting game of the year yep
1: uh next up is pinball um, i think
0: this is similar to golf
1: yeah, not much has to be said. It's 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 pinball. It's it's video pinball. It it works good. Works better than golf. Works as golf. I, I
0: don't think. know about that. I actually I think the ball ph- uh, physics are like pretty stilted, which you you can only really give them so much credit for that because it was the NES. It's one of the first games. Like it functions as pinball very much, but it doesn't have that smoothness. It doesn't seem to move like a real ball would. I don't know how I can really convey that. But it bounces around a lot, keeps my entertainment. It has this quaint little mini game with Mario walking along, and that was just nice to see. It's it's not strictly just flipping paddles, but it's mostly just flipping paddles.
1: Yep. And it's it's kind of weird because A and B control the right paddle and then your D pad, doesn't matter what direction, controls your left paddle. Which very strange, but I mean it's pinball. It's yeah, it's I feel like that
0: makes sense though. It, it does. The entire right side of the controller being your right paddle, the entire left being the left paddle. I mean, yeah. Really, what more do you need? It took me a long time to figure out how to launch the ball, though. <laughs> yeah, pinball. You it's like pinball. it, you'll like it. But it's also one of those things that I can say that there's going to be a lot better pinball games in the world that you can play. Back yes. then, it would have been pinball at home. It would have been fine. Now, eh.
1: However, this is on NES Online. Yep. So Those pinball at home. Again. Yep. Uh next up is soccer.
0: I already talked about how I don't like this one.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> it's sports. I have nothing to say on it, to be honest. I I, I don't know.
0: I how... I'm sure if I decided to actually like look at a manual and look up how to play, I could learn how to play this game. But I could not for the life of me understand how and even scored a goal. So <laughs> Cheers. Yep, yep. Is this one Moving on NES on. online? This is, yes. Okay.
1: Uh, next up is Stack Up. This is uh, the other Rob the Robot, and I think only other Rob the Robot game.
0: You are correct, and I don't I don't think this is a game. I think this works more as like a functional application for Rob to stack his little discs.
1: Yes, which requires the other side of the attachment. For, but he has like a couple of spinning tops and then he just puts the top down on things that will end up hitting the controllers based on pressure and all that kind of stuff. I don't really know what you do because it's too it's it's a little obscure and not too many people actually enjoy it.
0: No, this this I think the best way to describe this is this is like Playable software for Rob back in the day. It would be a very neat novelty because, again, you could see Rob doing all these functions and stuff. But I think out of all of the games like Gyromite, you can still kind of play yep. even if you don't have Rob. I think this one has absolutely zero place without Rob.
1: Well, it, so with Stack Up, it requires you to kind of have the honor system, right? Because there's an external factor. Yeah. So... Uh, uh, eh. Yeah, m- moving on. Neither of us had a Rob. We can't really talk about these firsthand, just what we've no. seen. So, uh, Next up is probably the most important game on, these, on this list, even, including the outside of launch ones. And that is Super Mario Brothers.
0: Oh, I mean, yay. <laughs> not a fan? No, it's just not what I wanted to be said. But Super Mario, wait, Super Mario Brothers. Yes. Not Mario Brothers.
1: Not Mario Brothers.
0: Okay, there's a big difference there, so it had to be said. Uh, This is the video game video game ever, and not my preferred way to play it. I would probably much rather play, because the one that I have the most nostalgia for is the Mario All-Stars version of Mario right. one, which does play a little bit different. Uh, I think the physics sure. are a little bit different, and it just, you know, it's, it's got that nice Super Nintendo color. But that said, I've played lots of the original Super Mario. Kind of great.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it set forth a revolution and made Mario what he is today, right? Like, he's finally getting a, what looks to be a decent movie.
0: Well, he's only had... I'm not going to bother looking it up right now but I would not be surprised if he's well over 100 games
1: there there's quite a few right I mean if it's not it's with Nintendo's Mario directly,
0: IP yeah if he's not directly in the title it is also like games that like include him like pinball even if only briefly like this guy he's been around but his actual game oh oh it's oh, it's, it's, it's great
1: like, to, you know, to a point, it, they used Mario to shoehorn him into other titles, right? And to sell him in, as that set. Because it's, like,
0: Nintendo's mascot. Especially at this time, right? One One is, like, one of the most iconic places in video gaming. And the music. Music. Just... And, and it's it's so... It's weird because Super Mario Brothers is kind of one of those things that, like, of all of these box covers to look at is probably one of the most confusing. And yet, it's a very easy game to take to anyone who doesn't really game, put it in their hands, and just be like, go right, end. Yeah. Good or bad You're going to figure it it out. They'll they'll get it.
1: I thought you were going to say it's confusing because uh, the fact that he's landing in lava in the box art.
0: I uh, what who is Mario and what makes him so super and where is his brother?
1: Well, we yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say how do These we are know all it's the brothers. questions? Oh, brothers! These are all it's the right questions
0: we could ask from looking at this box and knowing nothing. Yes. But I don't, I don't really know what more we could say about Mario without just talking nonstop about Mario. Other than the, it's great, this is a title that has now. the
1: opposite issue of golf. Yeah. It's, like, Golf, there's nothing to talk about. Mario, there's a lot to talk about. But at the same point, is there much of a point to dwell on it too much? Or not dwell, well, but talk about it too much? Because everybody knows Mario in the first game, right?
0: Yeah, that, that's that's a not, not a today thing. Because, like, you know, that's talking about not Mario, not talking about black box games. Right. And at, in the discussion of black box games, I just think it's safe to say that it is probably the most... Still relevant of these titles.
1: Oh, very much so.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and that's a launch one, too. Yes. Incredible.
1: It's pretty damn incredible. Considering and we've what, seen what, Mario and Pinball, Like they, they knew this mascot was going to work.
0: So, how many of these launch titles have we done so far?
1: Uh, we got three left. Okay. And with that said, uh, Super Mario Brothers is on the NES Online.
0: I would hope so.
1: So, is this next one? And this next one is tennis.
0: <laughs> Just tennis. Okay. <everybody.
1: laughs> I don't know how to make have, that any more exciting. Uh, I, have, I
0: have the weirdest complaint about this game.
1: Okay.
0: So playing it, like I did, all the things that were available on the SNES online, so, or the NES online, so this is also available on it. And it's tennis. There's nothing wrong with it. It functions fine. I would say that this is as enjoyable as baseball in the sense of you're getting what you're thinking. I think I enjoyed baseball more, which is still weird to me. I haven't quite got over that. But still, it is a functional tennis experience. And if that's what you're looking for, great. It'll do that. What weirded me the fuck out about this game is I know that Pong is tennis. Makes perfect sense to me. Why does tennis sound like Pong? In what way? It, every When you... Hit the ball in this tennis game, it sounds exactly like the Pong noises.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I guess I could see that. It's weird
0: because it's like and I it you know, it's not like it made me think th- these are the Pong noises. Pong I is supposed to be the lesser of tennis, and why is tennis trying to be <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but it really bothered me.
1: Yeah, that's that's a weird one. Yeah I, I didn't pick up on that when I was playing it
0: i think that's all i have to say about this game
1: i i think it's more impressive that they got some form of depth actually working well on the nes
0: functional depth too normally in these games i can't serve
1: yeah uh next up is wild gunman and this is actually very similar to hogan's alley it is a light gun game uh i think some of them use the same sprites too in some situations
0: Cause I've not played This or Hogan's Alley, my thoughts on which is which are very interchangeable. Mm-hmm. So for the people who hear this and know these games better than I do, I apologize if I mix up details. If this is the one that has the can, this is the one that gets my praise. Mind you, I know that this one specifically is the one with the quick draw challenge, which already makes it really cool.
1: Does yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: That that is just
1: light zapper a neat. game. So good luck playing it nowadays.
0: Well, I I still think that whole because you know that millions of kids were standing in front of their TV with their zapper at their hip, waiting to the draw like actually like cowboys. I think yep. the fact that they could actually bring that experience to your living room, basement, wherever you had your NES back then—that's so cool.
1: That is pretty neat. I I and this I will. is.
0: Happily say that. And again, this is a universal with all of my thoughts on these light gun games is that, yes, it is super novel, but it doesn't mean it's not fun. Yes. That's all I that's all I could say about Wildcum, and though. I don't actually know what they do in the game.
1: No, I, I, I don't have much to say on it. I've I've seen like very minimal uh, video of it.
0: Collectively, it's zapper good.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. they all have their own unique reasons to exist yeah uh so there, the last launch game
0: ah we do have one more
1: yes which is actually probably one of my more enjoyed ones is wrecking crew and wrecking I, crew is kind of like a it's a strategic kind of puzzle game and it's where you have to break everything in the building but you're stuck with ladders and there's some areas where if you fall down, you can't get back up. Therefore, you've got to restart the level. And you can go off the screen on the left side and appear on the right. That kind of thing. And it's just breaking everything in the level that you can using Mario. And they, they call him Mario right in the game. Uh, and yeah, that, that's, all, that's all there really is to it. There's a couple enemies bouncing around and whatnot. And it's just trying to figure out the best method.
0: I really like Wrecking. I don't know what it is about it. It's just but charming. It is, it's a lot of fun. I think it's the fact that it's just it's fun to think of Mario just having a fit on the job and just breaking everything.
1: Th- this is when he was giving up being a carpenter. So he destroyed all the work. <laughs> is that what he was supposed to be? He was originally
0: a carpenter, yeah. In in Donkey Kong? Yep. Weird. He's just a- he's just a tradesman. He's just everywhere. Yeah. Uh, here's here's an interesting bit of tra- so I'm guessing you also played uh, Wrecking Crew before we started on the NES online. Yeah. Yes,
1: and I've played it in the past too.
0: So you've you've gotten to the uh the whole find the coin bonus level, which I think is yes. a lot of fun for starters because I like that whole like where is it frantic search thing. It yep. is a lot of fun. Do you know the name of the bad guy in that mini game? No. So. His name is Foreman Spike. Okay. And not only that, he is supposed to anyway, appear in the Mario movie. Huh? Yeah. They, they went with like a super deep cut apparently. And they like, you know, this got found out because people found it like the cast list. Um, well, I guess Nintendo told us the cast list. (laughs) He's so cool. Uh, and yeah, that's I really think Foreman Spike was one of the ones that they announced. It was just like, who? And yeah, you've got this like Waluigi looking construction guy.
1: That's fantastic. That's really cool.
0: So a little, little, little bit of a deep cut in that one. And uh, so yeah, that's, that's the launch lineup. And so, so run them all one by one again.
1: For launch titles? Yeah. All right. So we got ten yard Fight, Baseball, Clu Clu Land, Duck Hunt, Excite Bike, Golf, Gyromite, Hogan's Alley, Ice Climber, Kung Fu, Pinball, Soccer, Stack Up, Super Mario Bros, Tennis, Wild Gunman, and Wrecking Crew.
0: That's a pretty solid launch lineup. That, a that, lot that's of, not bad. A lot of different it,
1: things you can do. You got a couple of sports titles. You got the platformers, you got, yeah, Racing, standard arcade style. I mean a lot of them are arcadey, but in a sense of like arcade style games you got pinball for example uh you got things
0: at the arcade yeah
1: yeah so moving on we got uh we got the ones that weren't on launch but it was still forming to that uh uniform black box style after all that's what we're here for so this next one uh you want me to go ahead with this list or
0: i mean i feel like if i go over them i might Double up on some of the launch ones accidentally because my list is written down very differently. Yes. I'm going to let you uh, take the helm with saying what they are and then I will reciprocate with words.
1: Okay, well, I feel like you're going to reciprocate in a big way because the next one is Balloon Fight.
0: Yay! Yes, it is. (laughs) This is the one that, this is the only reason I wanted to talk about Black Box games. I fooled you all. This is just a ruse to get people to like Balloon Fight as much as I do. That's gonna be hard to accomplish. Yeah. But it's in its simplest form to explain it. Balloon fight is like just joast if if Joast was fun to play. And I don't know if you've ever played like the or seen the original Atari Joast. Everything's going so fast. And I don't understand it. And there's like <laughs> knights on ostriches with with lances and there's lava. It's a weird game. But It is a very interestingly combative game. Probably very revolutionary for its time. This is just, what if we got rid of ostriches? Those are a little weird. And we just strapped balloons on people's back and popped them with our shoes. So this
1: was around the time that uh, Iwata was working with Nintendo on the side from HAL Laboratories, I believe. And he actually was the one who decided to get the physics working in Balloon Fight, have it very similar to the swimming levels in Super Mario Brothers.
0: And that's what makes Balloon Fight so good. That bloatiness. It yes. feels so right. Because you don't have a lot of control over yourself because you press A and it, you just get a little bit of lift, right? You flap your arms. And you either can rapidly mash it and you'll fly really fast, but it's harder to control. And you kind of like really have to use your weight for your trajectory. It... Is so satisfying to play. It feels so good. And yeah, so your premise of the main game, which can be played with another person, is just pop the balloons of the opponents before they pop you, and there may be some other hazards on the screen. Very arcadey. And then you've got Balloon Trip. And Balloon Trip is so stressful, but so calming at the same time. And you don't have to worry about any enemies. You just, it's a self-transitioning screen it scrolls along and you just have to avoid the lightning and stay alive as long as you can maybe pop some balloons i don't know what more to say other than it's perfection
1: it is worth a uh, look at and it is on nes online i mean it's i don't like it as much as tyler here does but i can definitely appreciate it for what it is it's it's you pop other people's balloons and you stomp on them i think trying to become the
0: victor my fondness i mean i've gone over previously the whole history that I have with a flash game based on this but still that doesn't diminish from like the actual original release of this game is still a lot of fun and it's just a game that feels good to play. Yeah, I can very much see how some people could find this very frustrating playstyle. But uh it's j- we we got to keep going. This is going to be the balloon fight episode.
1: <laughs> yep. So, next up, which is also on the NES online is Donkey Kong, and honestly, like it's it's Jumpman. It's not Mario, but Mario was around at this time.
0: So it was this probably, is probably Mario. This is one of the few that I didn't boot up before we started because I didn't really feel like I had to.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, a lot of people, I'm sure, already know Donkey Kong. It was originally an arcade uh, machine. It's part of the arcade like, classic series. Uh, Black like Box the arcade game yeah this this is actually what put them into video games, I think I think that's fair to say anyways
0: it's it's kind of the on the map yeah you know it's, it's at least on this side of the world to my knowledge, and I'm not you know an expert on the history of Donkey Kong and all that stuff, but you know if I asked someone like my mom, she thinks video games, Donkey Kong's one of the first things that come to mind, like even before Mario so yes. it's he was the video game. Of all things. I don't know. Was Donkey Kong before Pac-Man? I don't know. And.
1: That would be something I'd have on, to look Moving on though out. from that. But yeah. yeah D- um, Donkey Kong you control someone who looks like Mario up and trying to avoid barrels that Donkey Kong is whipping down at you. And it's all sorts of. Uh, it's, it's semi-platformer-ish I guess. But uh, you're, you're just trying to get up and rescue Pauline.
0: And there's only what? Four levels? Yes,
1: and then it it loops around.
0: Yep, yep. It's very simple, straightforward. It's still fun. It makes a lot of sense. For me personally, it's not a game I go back to. And that's not anything against the game itself. It's this version of the game. Because that actual kind of play style is a lot of fun, but it's been done better in future games. For me specifically, it would be... The, it's just called Donkey Kong, but it's referred to as Donkey Kong 94 on the Game Boy. Oh,
1: okay, and yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It starts off as the original Donkey Kong with a little bit of an extra kind of flair to it. Uh, it's one of those games that you can do everything that's capable of, you're capable of from the start, but you won't learn it till later. Kind of like, you know, the wall jumps in Super Metroid and all that, where... The Donkey Kong 94 is actually the introduction of Mario's like triple jump, I think, the wall jump, oh, okay. stuff like that. So it's just Donkey Kong with more.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, that's so that's I, fair. I haven't actually played that one, so I'm, It's so
0: good. Hopefully so it comes that, to
1: the Game Boy Online, because that's a I, thing now.
0: I I really hope it does. How that rant aside that game wouldn't be as good as it is if it wasn't still basically t- based on that original donkey kong formula so i think the original donkey kong is still worth people's time just not my time
1: yeah i mean i'll still go back to donkey kong the odd time when i'm looking for something quick to play yeah so it's However, funny that
0: this isn't a launch title
1: no but it was a re- it was created before super mario brothers but in the arcades, they couldn't find a way to get it onto a cartridge or anything like that this well, was it, before they were making consoles I believe
0: and it's also missing a level like it is a technically compromised experience from the arcade
1: yeah uh still next Donkey up, Kong it's still Donkey Kong <laughs> next up is still Donkey Kong uh this is also on NES online uh Donkey Kong three did. It- did you skip no, 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 two? no, no, no! Donkey Kong Three. This is the <laughs> okay. this is the technical release order of games. However, it is, is it? not the order of games that came out in arcades.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. So Donkey <laughs> Kong Three.
1: It is very confusing. But uh, let's let's yeah, Donkey Kong Three. I haven't actually played this. I did pop it on before we hopped on here though. Uh, I, I know wrong. it looks weird. It's Donkey Kong wrapping on a couple beehives on the first level anyways i didn't actually make it past because i didn't know what the hell i was doing but you're spraying the bees and then spraying gas up donkey kong's butt
0: all i wrote for this game in my notes was bees
1: yeah i i i haven't played it i mean it it has a purpose of being here i just don't know what that is and i can't really portray it
0: check it out if you want it's on
1: nes online
0: I think the best way to describe Donkey Kong 3 is it's uh, not tower defense, but, like, wave defense.
1: Yeah, because you got to protect, like, four or five plants on the ground from the bees picking yeah, up, Yeah, you're protecting
0: right? flowers or something, and that's, that's what you're... You're a gardener with insecticide, right? Yeah. And, and then this, this this giant monkey just comes and, I guess, wants to eat... I don't know if you're growing fruit or just the flowers or you just, you just, just spray that poison up his bump. Right, right into the beehive he goes. It's, it's a weird game. Yep. And I don't really like it.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't enjoy what I played. I will happily take the original Donkey Kong. Uh, speaking yeah. of the original Donkey Kong, moving onwards, this is also on NES Online, Donkey Kong Jr.
0: And this oh is... yeah, it's not called Donkey Kong 2. No. Oh, that,
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I have it written down, and somehow that completely escaped. me.
1: Yeah, it was never called Donkey Kong 2, It's just Donkey Kong Jr.
0: I don't like this one either, but no. I like it more than 3.
1: Yes. So Donkey Kong Jr. is very similar to the original Donkey Kong, and uh, so instead of playing as Mario or Jumpman or whatever you want to call it, it's uh, Mario tossing down things to stop Donkey Kong Jr. from getting up. But you're still platforming, trying to get over to the top. And this time, instead of Pauline being in the cage, it is Donkey Kong. Mario is now the bad guy. So, roll of reverse. Pretty much the same game, but not quite as good.
0: They did not know what they were doing with that character back in the day. they just like, he's the hero, but also, he's, he's also kind of villain. horrible.
1: Yes. And now he's wrecking the place.
0: Yeah, yeah, and a many jobs. I, I think Donkey Kong Junior's like, I think it's kind of cool because it's expanding on it, and it's also you know that interesting twist is the hunter becomes the hunted. Um, Yes. Except if, the the hunter got hunted, and now his kid has to solve the problem. (laughs) The, the whole climbing thing, it's neat. You know, you climb slowly. If you've got one vine, you climb a little faster if you're on two, but you're a bit more vulnerable. Yep. I think they took, like, pieces of that formula and also put it in Donkey Kong 94. Okay. Like, just, there's a lot of climbing in that game. And if I'm not mistaken, there's, because in Donkey Kong Koot too. you're climbing up the vines and you'd be, like, pushing the keys up to the locks and stuff, right? Yeah. I think there's elements of that in Donkey Kong 94 but I think there's switches that you also pull in Donkey Kong 2 and that would be another thing. So, I don't think it is the best game, but it had good ideas that could have been that were fleshed out better in the future.
1: Yes. That's that's probably a good way of putting it. So,
0: it's not fun to go to, but it's not a bad game. Is my assessment.
1: So speaking of things that isn't fun to go, uh, go to, let me, let me actually speak proper English here, is the next game, which is not on NES Online. And this is Donkey Kong Jr. Math.
0: You know, just, your, your struggles make me think there should have been a Donkey Kong Jr. English.
1: I think there was. Was there not?
0: It's not a black box title, according to my notes, but I think there might have been another... Donkey Kong educational game down the road yes. i'm I'm not certain of that now, I don't know much about this game. This is same one that gets a very limited exposure and I've never actually seen in my life like a cartridge or anything of this, but from what I've seen about it, I would have loved this as a kid. I was <laughs> such a math nerd
1: why does this not surprise me
0: I don't know a big just, nerd i well we're we're all here because of that
1: we're ignoring that fact
0: yeah so I think again as a kid I could probably get some kicks out of this now I don't know how basic the math or not basic the math is I'd actually be worried it would be very complex at some point my age would catch up to me <laughs> well, but don't I worry this, this, this is this still really uses
1: cool. the old math style so not the new it's, math it, that you're teaching now
0: it's dumb edutainment games are always dumb Yes, But they, I would have probably had a blast with this.
1: Well, this was the time that more kids were sitting down in front of the, uh, the Ni- Nintendo Entertainment System and parents were showing concern that It's rotting their brains and stuff, and there's no education in it and all this kind of stuff,
0: right? No, it's not. Donkey Kong's
1: son knows math, and yours can too. Exactly. It it was very much a time where different companies were putting out these edutainment kind of games to to market to those parents who were afraid their kids were becoming dumb by playing video games.
0: Here's a weird swerve, but this is just kind of going into my fondness. For these edutainment games, Uh, there was a game that I used to play in school, a whole bunch, and it was on DOS, and it was on, uh, not floppy disks, but the big disks that are floppy. Okay, yep. What were those called? Oh, so those were floppy disks as well. Okay. Yes. Uh, Yeah, and it was called Number Bunchers, and you were like... I think I interpreted him as a frog, but it was basically just a head on legs, and you would just go around eating proper math equations before these monsters ate them off the board. Had a blast with it. And then also, I think it was called Math Blaster?
1: Okay. I think I'm have heard you heard of, of that. that
0: one before? Because it was I like a so, franchise yeah. that was around for a while. It got a bunch of entries. They were mostly on PC, and my buddy had Math Blaster, we used to play it all the time. Completely oblivious to the fact that we were learning. <laughs> so, Donkey Kong Jr. Math is actually something that I, I, I kind of want to look into just at a morbid curiosity now because, yeah, I'm surprised I had as many things to say about that as I did. Wow, what's next?
1: So, just kind of on that, just edutainment games kind of surprising, making you learn things. Uh, two games that I played one was for DOS, one was for Super Nintendo. That I didn't really pick up on, but we, we had them, was uh, Mario's Time Machine, not and Mario's Missing.
0: It's, it, you are the reason I knew that this uh, existed for PC, and it still wears me out to this day.
1: It is very strange. They are not good games. At all. But as a kid, yeah, they were, they were great because I had my favorite characters in it.
0: Is it really even gameplay, though? It's like go here, look at textbooks. Go here, answer questions.
1: Yeah, but that could be considered a game in some form.
0: I suppose this doesn't is mean true. it's good. I mean, if ten yard fight is a game,
1: <sighs> we have Tech Mobile now. Who cares?
0: We <laughs> we have we have ten yard fight at home. <laughs> And your dad just runs at you from 10 feet away and punches you in the ear.
1: Oh. (laughs) Onwards, away from that, quickly, we have Gumshoe. I know nothing about this.
0: No, I've never heard of this. It looks so cool. So what do you do? So Gumshoe is... Do you shoot the balloons? No, you shoot Gumshoe. Who's the main character? Gumshoe. Yeah, the guy like the detective guy, which is what a gumshoe is, did not know this until the uh, the Pokemon gumshoes came out. You learn a lot of things about etymology from Pokemon, but yeah. So this this gumshoe character, he's walking along, and you have to shoot him with the zapper to like make him hop up and stuff, or shoot obstacles, and you're trying to guide him to the end. We've all probably played games like this that are very similar, just the you yep. know, the guide the auto walking character, but this one's done with the zapper.
1: It's kind of and like Lemmings but you're not
0: building things. It's Lemmings and you have to shoot their problems away.
1: That's I kind of like that. I I'm actually kind of upset that I've never actually experienced
0: this. That's how I feel. Do I know if it's any good? No, but if I ever had the opportunity to, I would love to try this game. It seems oh, really neat. That that yeah. that
1: seems like a neat concept. I like that.
0: I don't have really any more to elaborate on it, but that's no. that's what it is. Yeah, you are guiding someone with a gun. You're you're like the guardian angel with a gun. Yes,
1: yeah. unlike Pac-Man 2: The New Adventure, we just
0: wait, held wait. Pac-Man. What? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Now I know what you mean. You just make him feel horrible about himself. Yes. Uh, uh. onwards
1: is Mock Rider. Now this. It's a racing game. It has a track editor, and it is done from behind the bike, and you zoom forward. It is. I'm assuming I'm, just motorbikes.
0: I was gonna and, say, how would a track editor work in a game like this when it seems like you're only making like marginal turns? I guess you could make like really wacky turns. so yeah, I'm not it sure. Could, it could keep things interesting because I like these kind of games.
1: The death animation, something I want to bring up because it's always been charming to me. And it's where, like, your giant character sprite splits into a bunch of, like, 8 by 8 little pieces. And as it gets scattered, and then it gets put back together, it kind of just all warps back together like a puzzle as you're going. It doesn't do, like, a black screen or anything. It looks really neat. Aside from that, I know nothing else about the
0: game. I'm trying to to find it, and I'm not finding a clip short enough to just show the death animation, so I'm going to have to take your word for that.
1: Alright, look it up after. Anyone who's who's interested in how that actually looks, yeah, it's it's worth looking at. It, it it's kinda neat. It just splatters into a bunch of eight by eight pieces and then just like warps forms back together. It's really neat for the for its time, I should say that. It's it's by today's standard, yeah, what the hell. But for its time it was yes. it was really neat.
0: Not the most impressive, but it's still just you know classic pixel games just kind of make you giggle. Yeah. And, yeah, my my thoughts on Mock Rider, even though I've never actually played it, I like these kinds of games. So I still think even today, because the one thing that I can come to mind that's, like, almost as retro, a couple years ahead of it, but would be uh, Super Hang-On for the Sega Genesis. And that's, okay. like, a 1989 game, I'm pretty sure. And it's also an arcade port, because, again, those from behind the perspective, like, these Ground level racing games were very common in the arcade. They're a good time. Yeah. They're simple, but they're fun.
1: Uh, next up is Mario Brothers. Now, this is the arcade game that introduced Luigi properly.
0: I think it's neat that I went so many years of my life just thinking that this was just a thing in Super Mario Bros. 3. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that it was its own game. The. It's hilarious how much this has been referenced, and no one really even still knows what it is.
1: Yeah, it's... I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's like the transition from where, when Mario became a plumber. Let's face it. Although this this, thing, was a, this was an arcade game as well.
0: You know what's weird about this game? What's that? You can, you can get it on Atari.
1: Yes, same with Donkey Kong. Yeah.
0: Is Donkey Kong on Atari too? Like, officially? I believe so. That's wacky. I know there's a bunch of clones.
1: No, I'm pretty sure it's on Atari as well.
0: Oh, so weird. But as for, yeah, Mario Bros. Arcade, the game itself, it's pretty straightforward. You were just, what even is your objective? Is it just to kill as many creatures as you can that show up?
1: I think so. Yeah, I, yeah, it's endless and I've never seen an end to it.
0: Yeah, because it starts off, it's like, you get a couple of, I think, the Koopas, and then the crabs, and then the flies, and they just get faster and faster and more and more. I don't know if the level ends or not, but yeah, it's just very, it's, it's very okay much the game, same. It's a game, right?
1: So you're going for the high score, which was yep. very much what they were about. Uh, so yeah, Donkey Kong was on an Atari 2600.
0: Weird.
1: ColecoVision as well.
0: What a different time.
1: Well, this was before they had their own console,
0: right? So, Yep.
1: Um,
0: yeah, I, I figured these ports were before the NES, but still, it's just weird to think that they exist.
1: Yes. Uh, moving on, it's the original Popeye, I... which was also an arcade game. It is part of yeah. the arcade classic series, which has the original three Donkey Kongs on it, Mario Bros., and also itself.
0: So it's neat to think that we got Donkey Kong because it was originally going to be Popeye.
1: Yes. It's, then, it's, it's one of the most bizarre things to actually hear that, yeah, Popeye was originally going to be Donkey Kong.
0: And then, yeah, just the whole licensing, or I can't even remember if it was a licensing thing because clearly a Popeye game came to fruition as yeah. we have this arcade version here. I have never in my life seen this game
1: no, I haven't. I haven't seen it in stores. Out of all the stores I've been to, I haven't really seen that much gameplay. I know you go around trying to get hearts that uh what's her name? Olive oil? Yep. tries to drop down to you.
0: Yep, and you're trying not to get killed by Bluto, which is like the big pirate kind of yep. looking guy. Yep. And I think like And I, I think, think you can, can get, like... trap them too. I think you can get, like, a Pac-Man-esque power-up. I think you get spinach, and that allows you to, like, punch him off the screen, and you can get a bunch of points while that's active. But for the most part, I think you're just going up and down these floors, avoiding both Bluto, and I think there's, like, birds, and maybe, like, skulls or something. And then you're just trying to collect these hearts for as long as you can. It's very arcade-like. It looks... (sighs) fine.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean... (laughs)
0: I mean, it looks pr- incredibly arcadey and that's, you know, it's hard for me to look at something like that that I've never really played and be like, "Oh my god, I want to play that."
1: Yeah. I th- I think for its time it was is pretty pretty good. I mean, I know it has quite a few fans from back in the day, so there there has to be some legitimacy to it. It does look a little more fun to me than uh the Mario Bros arcade game, to be honest.
0: Yeah. It yep. just seems I like there's more going that.
1: on with that. So,
0: yeah. What I, I think is funny I don't know if you recall. I think it was last year, and I don't know who made it. I'm not even going to name any names, anyway. But there was like a new Popeye game that came out. Yes, and it was like a a new interpretation of this game. Yes, and you know it it apparently isn't very good. Not going to divulge into that too deeply, but it was. The exact same formula, and I didn't actually know that until looking up this Popeye game about the whole like the birds and the collecting the hearts and stuff. And that's so weird.
1: It is. It's yeah. I don't think it did very well. No, but I think the no, people it behind it might have. Not I don't think we want to make
0: them mad. Is is what what I what I'm gonna assume there. Yeah. Yeah, but Popeye. Uh, if i ever see it in the wild i'm probably gonna be like wow that's neat
1: yeah oh for sure yeah Uh, we'll
0: we'll probably never see it on the nes online though
1: probably not which is too bad mind you i've I've seen stranger things
0: yeah it's it's a good show
1: (laughs) uh next up is urban champion
0: i i like urban champion it's not a good game at all but you're, I really like Urban Champion.
1: You're punching the opposing person. It's, it's, it's a beat-em-up, if you will. And you're trying to knock them down to, into the sewer from
0: <laughs>
1: across town. Yeah. Aside from that, yeah. I don't... And it's,
0: it, it's just getting it brawls in front of shops. And you gotta watch out for, you know... Sometimes people will be dropping like garbage or pots from their windows. And like they could either hit you or your opponent and stun you. And... It's it's a very simple game. It's punch high, punch low, block high, block low, right? It's yeah. very simple. But something about it is so stupidly amusing. And <laughs> so So I'm gonna guess you've never played Urban Champion, right? No. Okay, I, I played it a lot as a kid. And I might have even No, I didn't get the 3D classics version, which is a shame because it was really it was Nothing made different about this game except, like, you could add a bit of depth perception. <laughs> but all you do, yeah, is you're just punching this other guy, and you start on your one screen. And if he knocks you off the screen, then I think there's a sewer behind you on the next screen. Yeah, And vice versa. So it's almost like a two best two out of three, but there's a way to just keep it going back and forth. But the thing that I think just amused me the most when I was a kid and playing this game... Is if you're like on the same screen fighting for a while, a cop will drive by and you both just kind of walk away from each other and look around like, you know, (laughs) just minding my own business. We were just fighting in the middle of the street. Then once the cops got you just back in the air, just punching each other, trying to get each other off the road. Like it's hilarious in its just simplicity. So like it sucks. It sucks so much. But it's so funny. I think people should play it for just that alone. Oh, that's uh, great. I can't remember. Is this one on? I don't think this I, on I, I don't think so, no. No. It might be on the NES Classic, and if it is, I'm sorry, people. But it's, it's so dumb, and I love it.
1: That's, that's fantastic. I didn't know that. That's, that's hilarious. It, yeah.
0: That's, that's all like that. there is to say about Urban Champion, though.
1: Alright, so the next batch of Black Box games, we only got three left, Uh, I divided them this way just because this is how they release. So all those ones that we just mentioned after the initial release of the console were all released together pretty much the same day. So these are the last three that released. And first up, we got Pro Wrestling.
0: I played this before we started. So it's on Ness Online. And... This is what's hilarious about this game is I played uh with a friend recently just just checking it out for giggles. We played uh, WWE Two K Twenty Three, I think, and there is nothing in pro wrestling for the NES that you can't do that you could do in the new get in the WWE. It's the same thing, <laughs> and. I didn't like it, obviously it's really clunky. But the fact that, you know, you can punch, you can kick, you can throw them into the turnbuckles, you can climb up the corner and jump on them. Like it's actually kind of impressive the amount of stuff you could do in this game. I feel like as a kid with like some friends and stuff, what I would have had a stupidly good time. But it's yeah. it's jank. But what wrestling game isn't?
1: So I'll I'll say this. I don't know much about wrestling, but I have played a a few older retro uh, wrestling games. Um, While I didn't care for pro wrestling itself, I will say that it's probably going to be the best and more versatile wrestling game on the NES.
0: It's surprisingly impressive.
1: Yes. So it it has a lot going for it. And if you want a retro wrestling game, now this is on the NES online, I believe. Yep. So... Yeah, there's options to play it if you want.
0: Yeah. But it uh, is literally, if you've played any other wrestling game, there's nothing in this game that is not in any of those other ones. Yes. Yeah.
1: So the next one uh, is, I'm going to mess this name up because English language is stupid, but uh, Slalom?
0: No, I think you did pretty good on that. I am right, proud of you. Right. That right, was thanks, good wording.
1: I, I did things.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: You'd think I'd do yeah. better as my first language and whatnot. Uh I wrote
0: one thing down for this game.
1: But Deadass. <laughs> Dead Deadass.
0: So, Deadass.
1: I I don't know much about this game. It looks like you're just uh going down hills skiing. And uh anytime that you bend over to go faster, you have a very
0: defined ass in it. I think I can only describe this game. Is it's a similar kind of playstyle to something like Mach Rider, right? Like, you know, it's one of those low-to-the-ground, third-person kind of style racing games. The only difference is, like, this one's skiing, and there's going to be a lot more focus on, like, dodging obstacles and also ducking in to increase your speed. But at the end of the day, like, it's just going to feel like a single racing game experience, right? Yep. It looks pretty good, though. It
1: does. Like, especially for the for the era of NES that this came out in.
0: That's what I mean. Like, as a black box game, this is one of the more, like, surprisingly detailed-looking ones. Yeah. So, but there's really not much more to say other than I, that is
1: I, I don't know how it plays. I don't know if it's good. I've, honestly, until I was doing research for this episode, I don't think I've even heard of it.
0: That's one of the ones that I can also agree is, like, up there with, like, Popeye and Donkey Kong Jr. math. Yeah. So
1: I I don't know. If if you like skiing games, uh you can check that out, or you can always try and see if you can get a copy of Ski Free from Windows ninety eight.
0: Oh, Ski Free. <laughs> Takes me back. Takes me right back.
1: Uh yeah. so I... the last game in the black box series of games that Nintendo published and released. Wait the end? Yeah. All thirty? Yeah.
0: Oh, that just flew by, didn't it?
1: This is no. Volleyball.
0: It it is it is volleyball, yes. It is volleyball. Just, it's just volleyball. Just volleyball.
1: Now this is this on is, NES Online. Did you play this yeah. at all?
0: I did. Like oh do you mean as a kid or right now? Both. Just just recently, like before we started, and this is another one like soccer and like ten yard fight that I don't understand how to control it and it's like your fun person sometimes and sometimes you're like three yes so i don't i i I
1: checked this out before we hopped on i didn't understand what the hell was going on i looked up on youtube and the amount of people that were having a surprising amount of issue understanding and even trying to get a goal like yeah you're you're gonna you're gonna be doing you you can do the whole jump set spike thing which volleyball is around right and the other team will do it right back to you which good they should. Uh, good luck getting a point. <laughs> Apparently, it's, yeah, it's I, really, really difficult.
0: I, I don't think I did when I was doing it. And the worst part is, nope. is, every time they get a point off me, like things just move so fast.
1: Oh, yeah. And you, you have no idea who you're controlling at that point. It's, it's, you're controlling one character, or sometimes you're controlling three. And it's like, what, 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 what? what? It's just, there, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's, it's weird. It's complicated. For something well, that's supposed I to be simple.
0: I don't know sports, as I've established. Yeah. But I guess there's, you know, different variations of volleyball. I think this would be more along the lines of maybe professional or Olympic style volleyball with like, I think there's five or six players as opposed to like something like beach volleyball, which I think is like somewhere between like two to four players or yeah. something. and. For my money, if I'm going to play a volleyball game, which I'm not, but if I were to, I would play one of the ones that are... They're spin-offs of the River City games. Oh, okay. I think... And there's also dodgeball games. I think they're just called, like, Super Volleyball and Super Dodgeball and stuff. They've been... When brought over here, like, box art and stuff have been incredibly Americanized. But then when you play it, it's like these little little chibi characters that are playing volleyball. But, like, these games are so much fun. Yes. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna look for that, there's a much better way to play volleyball than volleyball. volleyball.
1: <laughs> As someone who played volleyball in high school, this game sucks. <laughs> That's, would, it's, it's would bad. Would it be
0: any better if you didn't play volleyball? I don't...
1: <laughs> Maybe because I wouldn't really know. I, I, I don't know. See, Just it, see, it, this, this, my first experience was before we hopped on. And that's also going to be my last. I, this, I this like game bothered way. me.
0: Yeah. The the so other that,
1: ones I'll go back to, like everything on this list, I'd go back to and check out and try again and.
0: Everything?
1: Not, yeah. Even,
0: um, 10 yard fight.
1: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I haven't tried it, so I, I'd i rather actually experience before I dismiss it. I didn't dismiss it. Next, I don't think I called any of these games outright bad. Uninteresting, called, sure, but volleyball I, I called Ice terrible.
0: Climber bad.
1: Ice Climbers has some very bad, like, it, it's disappointing me, sure. Yeah, that's true. That's...
0: And I I think I also called, who else did I call? Uh, soccer, I called bad. Yep. Uh, and golf, I called bad. Yeah, a lot of the sports games bad.
1: Golf is golf. There's better ones, sure. Uh, that's
0: that's kind of where, like, if it was the only one available, it's, I, it's
1: fine. The volleyball is just
0: bad. Yes, the soccer, yes, I think it's that's functional. Oh,
1: uh, roughly, roughly, <laughs> in comparison to volleyball, it's a goddamn legend.
0: I did get a point in soccer, so I will give it that.
1: Um, tennis, baseball, I haven't played ten yard fight.
0: They function. Yeah, they, they,
1: they all function. Baseball was actually of kind
0: of fun. I don't just, know why, but Screw screw
1: volleyball. It, it I don't know why yep. it makes me so mad. It, it just it makes me mad.
0: We're getting to the end of this Black Box uh, saga on a low note. So let's let's swing it up on a high note with uh Silver In the same vein, but yeah, very different. This is very much a cut above, and I feel like the only reason to mention this is because it's, it's like the next step of evolution, even though there was only two that ever happened, the jump in quality between the Black Box-branded NES games, because if these all launched at once, it'd be a different story. But like you said, they were kind of staggered. There was the launch ones, and then a few that were later yep. in the Black Box era. So the silver box seemed like the next thing before they just... Eventually dropped that whole convention. They know that Zelda's got a gold box. That's nothing to do with the quality of the games or when they come out. That's just to that be that was thematic. the design
1: of the box itself. Not yeah, because the, the silver box still uses the same uniform platform that the black box uses. It's just instead of being black, it's silver. It still has yeah. those like uh sprite shots of in-game stuff in the same style as the original super Mario brothers look or any yeah. of the black box games
0: and i don't but, i don't think we need to go too much into them because i'm pretty sure we're going to talk about one extensively one
1: day. i yeah
0: but we have metroid the very first and original metroid and uh it's i guess sister developed game because i think these games were pretty much made back and forth by the same team or like teams working with each other right And uh, you have Kid Icarus.
1: So if I have my history correct, I think the one team, when they finished with their game, Kid Icarus, they went and were put in to help out the team on Metroid. Because the team on Metroid didn't know what they were doing.
0: Well, they they turned out a game that I personally don't like the idea of playing, but is one of the most forward-thinking games of its time.
1: So... Kid Icarus is one of those games that I keep saying I'm going to get to, and I just haven't. And I believe Kid Icarus is actually on the NES Online.
0: I I think so. And also, I have booted up Kid Icarus, like the original one, multiple times within my life. I think I actually purchased it on, if not the Wii Virtual Console, then like the 3DS Virtual Console. I have never in my life gotten past level one.
1: No, neither have I, and almost the same idea. Because I had it on the Wii uh, Virtual Console, I'm pretty sure, and I've also launched it countless times on NES Online. Never got through the first level. It's just I should check this out, and then I just never do. And it's it's not fair to it because from what I've heard, it's it's a decent retro game.
0: Did you know that like after that first level, you travel horizontally? For years, I didn't. I thought it was just a game where you went up.
1: Uh, Today I learned.
0: Oh, well there you go.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 one of those games that I have surprisingly stayed away from knowing much about, but still have a huge admiration for it.
0: And then what can we really say about Metroid other than like so, yeah, it's it's rough, but like compared to any of these games we've just discussed, it is leagues ahead in its design.
1: I'm I'm going to say this, yes, Metroid 1 is rough. However, I like it. At well, first I, I... I didn't, and my first playthrough, I like, I plowed through it, and I got to the end using save states and whatnot, and it's like, okay, well, I did it. And then maybe a year later, I dove into it head first with no save states and all that, and beat in one sitting, and I really enjoyed myself doing that. And I've grown a bit appreciative, but at the same time, because i played through it a couple times, I know a lot of it's gimmicks that can be considered bullshit. Such as enemies following you through doors and, like, constantly hitting you while you have no control. Things like that. Like, it, it has a fair amount of issues, but it's not as bad as people make it out to be.
0: Well, it also is a large, sprawling world that works and makes sense. Yes. And that's a huge feat. You gotta think, like, it is one of the first, if not the first, like, interconnected kind of world of a game.
1: Absolutely. Even if some of those parts are, like, reused, I mean, they had to, right? Like, that's... Yep. For an NES, especially at its time of release, it was pretty impressive. It was really impressive.
0: Well, it's interesting too to think that it did what Zelda would do before Zelda. Yes. And that's really impressive for a side-scrolling platformer. And then as for Kid Icarus, those levels are pretty big. You get, like, upgrades as you go out through the game it's i mean just to say it's rpg is really a bit of a stretch but it there weren't really a lot of games where you know you improved upon your character throughout your journey it was just the journey got harder right yeah and so kid icarus though again not much experience from either of us it still feels like more of a video game than these previous more arcadey kind of games, right?
1: Yeah, which which and is thi- which is a good turning point.
0: And I think the only thing from the black box era that we've discussed that it comes even close to the silver box stuff is probably Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, just in scope.
1: Yeah, because it it has a much like proper linear world. Well, let's let's ignore linear. It has a proper world to it where most of these games that we discussed today have like a couple screens, a couple different levels, if you will, that sometimes just even to the point of staying a static screen, right?
0: I was just going to say, or just the one screen that you're constantly doing the same thing over and over again of slightly different varying challenge. Yes. So that's, wow. That was that was the start of the NES's life, at least from Nintendo's offerings. Yeah, there was a few other things that came out around this time. I want to say, like, uh, before Metroid and Kid Icarus, there was some stuff like Galaga and maybe a couple other games. But this just just Nintendo we're talking about. This today. was just
1: Nintendo. They they were the only ones really with a release launch as well. So
0: yeah,
1: so but a lot of third party support. The it, NES, started, so. it started It started
0: flooding in around the time of the silver box stuff as well. right Yes. And then they all got normal boxes after.
1: they, they all got, had their own non-uniform see, you boxes. say
0: normal. look at what they did to Mega Man, goddammit.
1: Okay. I'm not saying nor uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> they got a little creative with that one. Uh, so now that we've uh, we've discussed all of these uh black box and speaking strictly black box. If you had to pick a top five, what would you do?
1: So this is a little difficult, to be honest, because like there's a lot of these that I honestly don't care about. But let's see what we can do. Uh, number four, I'm going to actually say pro wrestling or sorry. Number okay. five, I'm
0: going to say pro wrestling. That's not what I would have expected at all.
1: No. Uh, number four. Yeah, I got to make sure I got this right. Number four, I'm actually going to say Clue Land.
0: Also not expecting that. Wow. <laughs> no,
1: I'm, I'm throwing you for
0: a loop. Yeah. Uh, now, Hukluland is it because, because it just intrigues the shit out of you? Yes. That's a good reason.
1: Yes. Uh, number three, I'm going to say Donkey Kong. The first okay. one. Okay.
0: That's not... A t- like, I guess it's kind of surprising, but it doesn't really throw me too much for a loop because I know that, like, You're kind of adverse to a lot of these games, so Donkey Kong is a game that,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number two is going to be Super Mario Brothers. Okay,
0: okay. I figured it would be in this top five somewhere, probably closer to the top, so seeing it at number two makes sense.
1: So, out of curiosity, because I've thrown you for a bit of a loop here, what do you think number one is?
0: I personally think number one for you is Duck Hunt. Wrecking Crew interesting
1: so a couple that i did leave off uh duck hunt just it's fine i have a lot of nostalgia for it and i think it's best left there okay um i'm looking at this from a perspective of where i probably want to replay them at some point or check them out again uh pro wrestling yeah it's just because it's an early wrestling game that has a lot of versatility to it that's why i chose it as number 5 it's not my most important one but it's i like it uh, Donkey Kong, I've always had a fondness for the original arcade game, so uh, and I like it more than uh Junior number three. Super Mario Brothers has to be high just because it's really neat and wrecking and crew I just i I like that whole puzzle kind of gameplay loop it has
0: It's actually a lot of fun i it is I have a lot of fondness for wrecking and crew, even though it's not something like I'm particularly nostalgic for because I know. Like, even before, just playing it now, like, I played it a little bit on the NES Online service, or the yep. classic one of the two, and I always thought, I would actually like to sit down with this one day, because this is pretty solid.
1: Yes. No, that, that's just it. Like, every time I boot it up, it's, it's one of those, so Super Mario Brothers, I've played countless times, and I've beat countless times. Fair enough, it's great. It deserves that spot. Wrecking Crew is one that I haven't, I, I don't even know if there's an ending to it's one of those games that every time I sit down, I'm just enthralled with it, and then I put it away and then forget about it because I'm just too busy with other games at the moment. And then I launch it again. It's like, oh, I got this, and I get excited to play a black box game. Well, so it's
0: a it's a pretty good uh, pretty good reasoning. So we what was it against? So we got pro wrestling.
1: Uh, pro wrestling. Uh, clue, clue, land.
0: Land, Donkey Kong, Super Mario, Wrecking. And Wrecking Crew. Yes. Okay. That's that's a pretty respectable lineup.
1: It's not bad. It, it, it has a little bit of
0: everything. So yeah.
1: the question is, what about you?
0: So my number five spot is a little bit of a cheat, but I picked two because I've not played either of them before. Okay. But I feel like they could be like, Relatively comparable experiences, though I could lean more to Lord's one than the other, uh, and that would be either Mock Rider or Slalom as my number five.
1: Okay, if you could pick uh, one,
0: if I could pick one from what I've seen, I think Slalom
1: because it has a little bit ass. more.
0: Get that ass! Um, <laughs> but also with like the dodging and like the different controls of your speed, I think that could actually be a pretty interesting game. Even though I really don't care about skiing, yep. also. Fun fact, was developed by Rare. Yes, it was. So it could be the reason why it's one of the prettier looking games. Number four, I would have to give to Duck Hunt. Okay. And I know that you are saying like nostalgia, keep it back there kind of thing. I still have a CRT TV, so I might actually be able to rock some Duck Hunt one day. Well, if that is the case, I do have an NES
1: and a copy of it on my shelf, so... Oh,
0: that just makes it much
1: easier. Yes, but I don't have that a That is actually
0: purpose. something that I would like to try at some point, and so that's why that's up there. My number three goes to Wrecking Crew. It's self-explanatory so at this point. Wrecking Crew is pretty great. My number two is, not unlike yours, Super Mario, because... Good time. Still fun to go to. I'd rather... Of course, the All-Stars version. Yep. But I will play the original. Actually more more inclined to play the lost levels, but that's not here.
1: Yes. That was uh, never released over here.
0: No. So this will do. And then do if, I even if, to say if it. If the
1: listeners don't know what Tyler's number one is, you ain't been listening.
0: That is that where we cap this off?
1: Donkey Kong Jr. Math.
0: Ah it would be <laughs> if it could be. <laughs> But. Nah, you might as well say it. Uh, it's balloon fight. It's always been balloon fight. I love it
1: so much. Now it's locked. If it ever yeah. changes, we get to. I know you always
0: money. Yeah, it's, we'll f- we'll figure something out. So yeah, I'll <laughs> just go over it again. We got slalom, duck hunt, wrecking crew, Super Mario, and my love. Yeah, that's that's a good list. Yeah, but uh, I think I think we've uh, we've we've beaten the black box to death yeah what do you what do you think should we should we we wrap this up here
1: yeah i do hope some of the ones that aren't on the ness online yet do get a chance to go on but a fair amount of these are uh aside from that yeah i'm i'm pretty spent I, i think we covered all we can really cover again not a sports fan can't cover the sports games too well but they some of them are fine for what they are aside from volleyball volleyball is a piece of crap Um, I had to point out Super Mario Brothers being the most iconic game and most important game in this list, really. Yep. And Mario's face has appeared in so many of these games now that it isn't even funny.
0: Well, and I think if I had to make a closing statement about the black box era specifically, you can very much tell that at the start of it, it was really trying to market itself as a toy. Yes. And by the end of it, it kind of started getting a little bit more comfortable with actually being video games. And then once we got to the Silver Box era, these are video games. They're still yes. video games to this day. Yes. And uh, yeah, with that, I'm spent. Uh, All feel right. free to close us on out.
1: Well, everyone, thank you for joining us for this episode of NES Black Box Games. I hope it was at least somewhat entertaining. We kind of came in here half prepared because some of these games, obviously we didn't. We don't have enough to talk about on them, and then some we had too much to talk about. But hopefully you found it semi-interesting, and uh, if if you like what we're doing and all this, follow us on Twitter or Instagram if you want. Uh, optional boss PC, and we will see you next time with episode 13. We don't have a topic in mind yet, but I've been Josh, and thank you so much. Bye.